Welcome, welcome to another edition of Kid Talk. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Today's story comes from the Taylor's Story Bible book and of course the Bible. Specifically, we're going to be reviewing our story of Noah and the Ark and looking forward to what the people did next. Our next story is called A Huge Tower. And as we read this story, like before, listen for the answers to the following four questions. First, did the people try to obey God? Second, what did they decide to build and why? Third, what did God do about it? And the fourth question is, why was the tower called the Tower of Babel? Well, our story today is going to teach that God was not happy about this tower because the people building it were trying to prove that they could get along without God. See how high it is, they asked, and they did it all without asking God for his blessings upon their project. So God made the people talk new languages, and suddenly they couldn't understand each other. They were so upset by this that they quit building and they went away. Now, we're going to go over the answers at the end of this story, but tuck these questions away as you listen now. And as we review our story from last time, let's look at the questions and answers that we learned about within Noah's Ark, because this story is the next in the progression from Noah's Ark. So last time we asked, why did God send the flood upon the earth? And the answer was God sent the flood upon the earth because the people in the world became more and more wicked. They turned their hearts away from God and were not sorry for their sins. And then another question asked, what animals did Noah take into the boat and how many of each kind? And then uh, we were asked, are we sure about this? Well, Noah took every kind of bird and animal and insect too that was living upon the earth into the boat. He took a mother and father of every kind. So that meant that he took two of each and seven of some of the other kinds. Now, when the boat was finished, who lived in it? And we had said last time, we said Noah, his wife, he had three sons and their wives. So that made a total of eight people who were left alive upon the earth when God flooded it. Now, why did Noah build an altar? And we learned Noah built the altar as a thank you to God for saving him and saving his family from the flood. He was very grateful. And what was God's promise to Noah? Well, God promised Noah he would never, ever again send another flood to the earth to drown the wicked people. And finally, what should you think about when you see a rainbow in the sky? Well, the rainbow is God's covenant with Noah and the people not to flood the earth ever again. So when you see that rainbow, some days when it's rainy and you're looking out into the beautiful sky and you see that, just remember that's God's covenant never to flood the earth again, originally given to Noah. 
Now our story picks up. Now, soon after the flood ended, Noah had become a grandfather, for God gave children to Noah's sons and their wives. These grandchildren grew up and had children too. And until after a while, the world was full of people again. So don't you suppose these people would be very careful not to make God angry after after surviving the flood and all those people died, but Noah's family, they were left, the eight of them, and then they repopulated the world. Well, they knew about this terrible flood and what had happened to all the people before, but no, they didn't care. And they kept on doing all sorts of bad things. Perhaps they weren't afraid of God because of the rainbow and God's promise not to send another flood. But there were many other ways for God to punish them. He could send sickness or war or not enough food, or he might send down fire from heaven to burn them up. But they seemed to forget this. Their hearts were bad, so they acted just like the people before the flood and constantly sinned against God. There was only one language in the world at that time, and today there are hundreds of languages like English, Spanish, French, German. Can you name some more? But in those days, the people all talked alike, so everyone in all the world could understand everyone else. And then one day the people said to each other, let's build a high tower as high as heaven. So they began to build it. And we're not told why they wanted this tower, but probably it was because they were proud and wanted everyone to see how great they were to build such a high tower. But it was sinful to be proud. And God knew what they were thinking. So one day, the Lord came down from heaven to see the tower, and he was not happy about it. He decided to stop the people from building it. So he made them begin to speak in different languages. Now they couldn't understand each other. One man would ask another for a hammer, but the other man couldn't understand him. This made them angry with each other, and soon they stopped working and they just went home. They didn't even want to live near each other anymore. So all those speaking the same language lived together and moved away from those who didn't speak their language. And that is why different languages are spoken in different parts of the world today. So the tower, which was called the Tower of Babel, was never finished. The word Babel means mixed up. When people began to talk in different languages and couldn't understand each other anymore, they got all mixed up. That is why the tower was called the Tower of Babel. So think back to our questions now. Did the people try to obey God? What did they decide to build and why? What did God do about it? And why was the tower called the Tower of Babel? So let's unpack question number one. Did the people try to obey God? No, their hearts were bad. So they acted just like the people before the flood and they constantly sinned against God. 
Question number two, what did they decide to build and why? They said, let's build a high tower as high as heaven. Now we're not told why they wanted this tower, but probably it was because they were proud and wanted everyone to see how great they were to build such a high tower. Third, what did God do about it? He decided to stop the people from building it, so he made them begin to speak in different languages. And why was the tower called the Tower of Babel? Well, when people began to talk in different languages and couldn't understand each other anymore, they got all mixed up. So kiddos, I hope you enjoyed today's story and enjoyed looking back at Noah's Ark. And I want you to know that you are God's children. And one day when you're really, really old, God wants you to come and live with him. And if this is what you want to, then invite God into your heart. Tell him sorry for the bad things that haven't been what he wanted you to do. Maybe you listen to the wrong friends at school. But if we say sorry and we really mean it, God accepts our apology. He wants to be our friend, our confidant. He wants you to look to him for the answers, not be within the world looking for worldly answers. So if this is you, simply ask God to come live in your heart in this way. He's always with you. And finally, tell God that you believe his son Jesus died on the cross for you. Oh, man. And kids, this is being born again spiritually. You may need an adult to help you with this concept, and that is okay. Just know that what you're doing by asking Jesus to be with you in your heart is something you will never be sorry for, and it will last you into your eternal life. So congratulations, and when you have the opportunity to read, pick up some of the Bible stories that Jesus shares. You will never have a dull moment again. Jesus loves you, and so do I. God bless you. Now let's close in prayer. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. And kiddos, that prayer is called a benediction, and it comes from Moses' brother, Priest Aaron. You can find it in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. And so you know the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available most days during the week. And as you can see today, being Wednesday, we air special kid talks when we're not in the middle of a series. So I hope that you're going to continue tuning in so that you're going to learn more of and start to have your own favorite Bible stories that you're growing up with and that you'll remember later on. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives, delving into many topics such as forgiveness, how to be joyful, what love in action looks like, and many more. So I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on a podcast of adventure and exploration of life together. All things Jesus. So please join me. And if you like this podcast, make sure to hit like and subscribe so you'll get the latest episodes when they become available. 
And kiddos, much of the podcast was referenced straight out of my book, The Grace and Peace of God Love Wins. If you found the content inspiring or interesting, you can have your parents pick you up a copy of the book. Maybe even for them, I would encourage them to read it at pampastorcopywriting.com or Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And if they can't afford a copy, write to me. I'm going to find a way to get a free copy into your hands. And if you know anyone who may be interested in this material, please share it with them too. Until next time, be blessed and have a blessed week. And we'll talk about on the next Kid Talk, we'll talk about wows and pows and how we can have open dialogue about our highlights of the week with our moms and dads. All right. God bless you. Until next time.